Hi, my name is Arman, and you're listening to the Yes I Am podcast. At this podcast, we have vulnerable and venting conversations full of integrity with guests about their life stories and how it influences who they are today. You can follow me on Instagram at ArmanASKZ to stay connected. And now, let's get inspired. What is your story? So let's start the beginning, yeah. Like from when I, little to now type thing? Whatever you want to share. Well, I grew up um, in a biracial family. My dad is white, my mom is black. So that mm-hmm. was kind of like an experience in itself, you know? Yeah. Um, I went to a private school through mm-hmm. K through 8th grade. So that was um, interesting. And then I went to a public school for my high school t- time. Mm-hmm. Um, High school was good. I mean, as good as it can be. I was playing sports and really involved. And then my senior year was kind of traumatic just because I tore my ACL. And that was that was wow. not fun, especially because yeah. I was, like, super looking forward to just, like, getting to college and playing soccer and mm-hmm. playing my freshman year, hopefully. And then to tear my ACL, I feel like that's, like, every athlete's, like, and honestly, anybody's, like, worst nightmare because it's just too. not fun. That's like it has longest recovery, right? Yeah, I mean, I was I tore multiple things in my knee, oh, and so I was out for about like eighteen months. So over a year, it was like not fun at all. Like this eighteen months, you just sitting at home. I was, I mean, I was doing rehab and doing a bunch of stuff, but it took me eighteen months to like start playing start full playing soccer that. again. Okay, so like within that time, I was running and doing other things. Oh, so you still can run? Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. I started doing rehab mm-hmm. and then eventually after a couple months was mm-hmm. able to run and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I experienced that my senior year and then a couple months later I was starting to, I think I was like one week away from going off my crutches yeah. and then my mom unexpectedly passed away and that was just, like, <laughs> that was a little bit traumatic because I mean... How old are you now? I'm 20. I'm almost 21. No, uh, when your mom passed away. Oh, I was 17. 17? Yeah, and, and my sister was... I think 12 or something like that. She was pretty young. And so... There's 12 year old? Uh, yeah, there's two of us okay. and then my, my dad. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, to lose a loved one is terrible. And then, like, yeah. to have it be so unexpected was just, mm-hmm. like, oh, just uh, really hard. Yeah. Um, so I went through those two things. Mm-hmm. Um, my freshman year of college was really, really difficult. I mean, like, yeah. when you hear the term, like, it's okay not to be okay, that was, like, my life motto then. <laughs> I was just like counseling all the time, yeah. crying all the time, but yeah. also was like trying to live in the moment and was like trying to be there for other people. And so it was just like a really chaotic time mm-hmm. in my life. Yeah. And then um, I made it through that. And then my mm-hmm. sophomore year in college was great. And now I'm here. And yeah. Um, how long did you, how long did it take you to kind of recover from that? Um, well, I feel like grief is something that you deal with like really your whole entire life, That's but cool. like the main like storm of the like intense part of it, mm-hmm. I would say was like just my whole entire freshman, my whole entire freshman year because like about a month after my mom had passed away, after going to like graduation and prom and all that stuff, like just with my dad and my sister and I, mm-hmm. so it was just like one person was always missing type type of feeling. Yeah. Like a month later I had to go to college early for soccer and mm-hmm. so it was just like I was going through just so many different so things stuff. so fast and so it was just super overwhelming and so mm-hmm. I would say like the middle of my freshman year I was like could kind of like take a step back and was like okay like you know like it's gonna be okay like 
that whole six month kind of like stunt was like mm -hmm. a lot and so now I can just like relax a little bit mm -hmm. and like work on my mental health and just like be with my friends and it'll be you know like there was some light at the end of the tunnel I would say yeah how how is it you growing up how's the, what's the because you said you coming from a, a mixed family right. you know like what, what are some experiences you're having as a kid um, well, I would say it's pretty common to have like a black father and a um, white mother. Mm -hmm. And so um, it was like the opposite for me. My, my dad was white, my mom was black. And so mm -hmm. I would, I would say there was just like a different dynamic almost like you yeah. would get almost like stares and stuff like that just because it's mm -hmm. not as common. Um, and then like just dealing with different microaggressions growing up just because I went to a private school where me and my sister were the only black kids literally in the mm -hmm. whole school. Mm -hmm. And so people weren't used to curly hair or darker skin or mm -hmm. just different things that as a black person I thought were no normal. And yeah. then like I go into this different area and everyone's like, wait, like, well, your mom's so mean, your yeah. mom's so crazy. Like, you know, the stereotypes to a black yeah. woman yeah. get attacked. And it's just like so much at such a young age. Um, but I really think that like kind of helped me grow up into the person I am. So like back then, you know, when you're like when you're younger and you like, you know, you see all of these things happening, you know, yeah. as a as a as a young as a kid, you know, what are some questions you're asking yourself, you know? Yeah. What happened in your mind? I feel like for the most part growing up, I was like very insecure and very like embarrassed all the time. Like I didn't want like at a saw or a sporting event, if my mm -hmm. mom like screamed or said something like yeah. to the refs or anything, like mm -hmm. she she stuck out like a sore thumb because everyone else is white and she's like the one black person. Mm. And, and so like I was always like, mom, like I don't want people to think this. I don't want people to like. I was always just like super on edge and super like observant of what people were, how people were looking at my mom yeah. or how people were looking at my family. Mm -hmm. And so like that has, that really shaped who I was. And for the longest time, I was always afraid of what other people thought about mm -hmm. me and different things like that. And then, I mean, like now in hindsight, I'm like, why would I let like what other people think affect me? Or like, why yeah. would I think negatively yeah. about my mom or be embarrassed about my mom? Yeah. And she's just like the most amazing person ever. Mm -hmm. And I would do anything to have her back. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just like, so backwards in my mind. So now. are you sharing these thoughts that you're having with your mom and dad too? No, I was no? like, I was just completely intrinsic. Yeah, because like, I mean, I love my parents. We spent and my my sister. We spent all mm -hmm. the, all of our time together. Always went on vacations, all this stuff. And so like, I was always having fun, but it was kind of always in the back of my mind, like thinking that. But mm -hmm. I would never like, I would be like, Mom, stop, like stuff like that. But I'd yeah. never be like you are a black woman and you're embarrassing me right now because of all the microaggressions I've, you know, like that, I, that, mm -hmm. that didn't c connect for me until mm -hmm. now, you know? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so I, and then, uh, so what was your, your role for your sister? Right. You know, as like, how old is she right now? She's 13. Is she going for the same stuff that you did? Um, I mean, she, she's really into basketball, so, like, mm -hmm. that's kind of, like, her thing. Yeah. But in terms of, like, I mean, her experience as a kid versus mine is almost completely different, different just because, like, half of her life she grew up with a mother and a, and a dad and me, and then now she is with a single parent and mm -hmm. then me also, but I'm away at college. So, like, I just always, like, am so, like, amazed and, like, inspired by my sister Braxton yeah. because, like, she's so young, but she's mm -hmm. so mature and she's so, like, determined and loving even though she's experienced, like, things mm -hmm. that I can't imagine as, like, a young kid, mm -hmm. you know. So, if we are 
um, in middle school, and I'm I'm the same clothes as you, uh, in the same in the same class, in the same desk. Uh, what is our dynamic relationship? Who, who is Mighty Dan? Um, I mean, I would say I'm pretty talkative. <laughs> so like, I would I always like have this like soft spot for just for like people in general, like making them feel like heard and like that they're important. And so I feel mm -hmm. like always like having good conversations. Yeah. I mean, if we're in school, I also like don't like to get in trouble in school. Mm -hmm. So like I'd probably be like focused. To, so you're to not some, a troublemaker. To some extent. I'm, if I did get in trouble, it was uh -huh. for talking too much. So like I definitely. I know you don't want that the, 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 the teacher will ever like hate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the amount of times I've had to get moved because I've talked too much oh, is a little God. bit. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, one time actually in school, I, me and my best friend Maddie, we have the same name, mm -hmm. in middle school, we got accused of cheating and we weren't cheating. And so like, we got like a referral or something. I was bawling. I told my mom mm -hmm. about it and my dad, obviously. And my mom came strutting into the school and like told them that she was like, my daughter would never cheat. Like we had the principal in there, the teacher in there, and they never yeah. accused me of cheating again. <laughs> They're like, Kim is off limits. I was like, thanks mom, like, <laughs> but I would say we would have a, a good relationship if we were sitting next to each other in class, yeah, mm -hmm. for and, sure. And it's the same thing with the whole, like, the class, and you, you, would you say you're a people pleaser? Um, I would definitely say growing up, I, I would, I don't know if I would call myself a people pleaser, but I definitely, like, wouldn't want to cross any lines i i was very or i am very observant so i don't want yeah. to make anyone like get mad or like mm. disagree with anyone or different things like that yeah but i would say now like i'm completely different in that sense like i'm okay with standing up for what i believe in if that hurts your feelings or if you need to have a disagreement or a conversation about that like mm. i'm willing to do that yeah. but i'm definitely very firm in my values and what mm -hmm. i believe in and so like i'm willing to have those conversations and disagree with people if I need to. Mm -hmm. But but when when you when going growing up, you were like a little bit like yeah. scared of like yeah yeah. 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 So what, what are some fears you having then? I think like that's actually a really good question. But I think it kind of ties back to that I don't want people to see me as mm -hmm. this crazy black woman or black girl mm -hmm. who like can't control her anger and can't do mm -hmm. like you know what I mean like yeah. all the stereotypes surrounding a black. A black woman I don't know how but I knew those as a little kid I knew mm -hmm. what people thought or would mm -hmm. think about those stereotypes so mm -hmm. I think that kind of plays into why I was so like like worried about what other people were thinking about me didn't want to like overstep my boundaries like all yeah. these different like things that we're talking about that go into people pleasing mm -hmm. I would kind of say ties back to that mm -hmm. where are you were you shamed um, I don't these are all really good questions. <laughs> like, what was I ashamed? Ruby, uh, I would say I don't think ashamed is the right word. I I mean, honestly, maybe as bad as it sounds, maybe there's a little bit of like, oh, like I just wish I looked like these other people and mm -hmm. like act had parents like these other people yeah. and like had a different life. Mm -hmm. Not, you know, I was still grateful, but I would yeah. just kind of wish like my life was easier in that sense, you mm -hmm. know, not having go, not having to go through the struggles of a, of a black family and a black being a black girl at the time. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's again, like how I've changed a lot. And like, I don't know if 
like if my mom wouldn't have passed away, like if I would have even recognized that. I mean, I hope to God that I would have, but like mm -hmm. that 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 time in my life really helped me be like sit back and be like, okay, what has she done for me and why did she do that? And like she's experienced so much in her life, but still mm -hmm. hold, held it down for me and my my family. And so like, I mean, I, I hate using I don't want to use the word ashamed because I I don't I don't know. It's a big word. Yeah, it's it really is. Board, but yeah. like, I would definitely be like kind of wishful of like other people or almost like jealous of other mm. people's lives but not ashamed of mine I don't think mm -hmm. so um, we talked about your mom a lot but what's the role of your dad oh my gosh I know I always like feel bad sometimes because like I'll do different interviews or different like talk with other yeah. people and I talk about my mom so much just because mm -hmm. like she's no longer here with us and like I I'm constantly thinking about her and the role that she's played, but my dad is like the most amazing person ever. <laughs> so, like, I'm just like, I'm so sorry, dad. Like, I love you so much and I couldn't live my life without okay. you. Either, so, in this conversation, yeah. you're talking about your dad? No, that's, that's amazing. Um, my dad is, yeah, he's great. I, yeah. He actually was, um, or still is, a soccer coach. And so. Oh, he, is that why you got into soccer? That's like initially why I think I was like super okay. into it. Because I also did basketball because my mom played pro basketball. And so like I was like kind of doing those oh, different things. Oh, so you come from an athlete. Yeah. Athlete. Okay, yeah. okay, 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 okay. Um, but so my dad was like my coach. Actually, I think my mom was my coach growing up. I know that. Yeah. Like when I was little, like tiny. Um, mm -hmm. But then he was like my high school coach. He would take me to a bunch of different things and like, you know, like he was definitely mm -hmm. very committed with that. And he was always like, just like kind of, I don't know how to explain him. Very, very genuine and like very, he still is obviously very genuine, care, like very caresome and like extremely For loving sure. and hardworking. He also um, works within like the sheriff's department. He manages the money. And so like yeah. he is like very he I don't know he just works really hard and mm -hmm. but still loves us and keeps it together for my sister and I so I love him so much yeah um have your what was uh your dad um reaction or like how do you see he has changed after your mom passed away yeah um I would say, I mean, I kind of want to, like, take out the first, like, six months, because I think for everyone that was just kind of, of like, yeah. a zombie apocalypse that yeah. just taken place and we didn't know what to do yeah, with ourselves. Difficult. Yeah. But I would say now he is very, very live in the moment, mm -hmm. um, and, like, the safe, in a safe way, not, yeah. like, just doing random stuff. But, like, mm -hmm. he's very live in the moment. He's mm -hmm. very, I wouldn't say carefree, but he's, like, just so much more appreciative mm -hmm. of, like, little moments and doing yeah. things with us. And so, like... Um, we've made like going to the Women's World Cup like a, a tradition and so we went to Europe last summer we're gonna go to Australia really? um, yeah in a couple summers and then we just do a lot of road trips and like hiking and um, he's really put an emphasis on like healthy eating mm -hmm. and working out and different things like that mm -hmm. just to keep like healthy as much as he can he's like 51 now so mm -hmm. you know he's getting a, a little bit older not really but um, okay so 50 is over the hill People are pretty young for like yeah. these days, you know. Yeah. Like people like go to nineties, eighties. Well, yeah, one of my great yeah. uncles is actually turning one hundred and four. Yeah. I think in like a couple weekends. So like, I know he's he's still young. He's still agile. Whatever he yeah. says, he still is. So yeah, um, yeah, he he definitely holds it down for the family for sure. So uh, 
you said you coming from a athletic family. Uh, how does how does that impact you? You know, like coming from a a coach, right? A pro basketball player, you yeah. know. I would say there's kind of two ways. Like the first way is like I'm extremely competitive and like extremely, mm -hmm. um, what's the word? I want to say almost like adaptable, mm -hmm. just because like my parents growing up were like there's literally no excuses. Like I mean to some extent, like there could be excuses for certain things, but like yeah. in terms of like you had a bad game or like different things happened or different things like that. Like it was never like, it's someone else's fault. Like that's something you need to look at yourself and be like, what can I do better next time? You know? Yeah. Or like, for example, like grades, like if my grades were mm -hmm. ever not all A's or A's and B's or whatever my parents wanted mm -hmm. me to have, like I would have to go to the practice, explain to the coach why I wasn't playing or practicing and then sit and watch them. So mm -hmm. like different things like that were like, I was pretty disciplined in that yeah. sense. And then also, like, all of the soccer games and tournaments that I would have, like, in California or Idaho mm -hmm. or anywhere, like, my whole family would go with me and, like, we're, like, yeah, yeah, my whole family, like, my, my dad and my mom were always at my games, always watching, always, mm -hmm. like, had input and different things like that. And so I think, like, now, like, I'm someone that loves, like, supporting my friends yeah. and, like, being there for my family and for things sure. like that. So, like, yeah. And I think also, like being very disciplined when I was younger has helped me now as a mm -hmm. D1 athlete, like mm -hmm. being able to like juggle multiple things at once, you mm -hmm. know? But so they kind of put them this mindset, which is something they talked a lot about that. Like when you face a challenge, you, you got to get up and yeah. find what's the lesson and blessing behind it. Right. Yeah. So, I think like really the only time that like I could honestly say my parents openly felt bad for me and like would say like Maddie mm -hmm. like you need a second is when I tore my ACL mm -hmm. and like they were like all like they were so heartbroken yeah. it was like they like their ACLs have to had torn also you know because they just like hated seeing me like that they're like helping me so much um but other than that they're pretty like you know what like mm -hmm. if you if you have something hurt you need to go to the trainer like you mm -hmm. know like there's different yeah. things that you can do to yeah. help yourself rather than feel bad for yourself so when you tore your ACL what are some uh, conversation or self talks that you're having with yourself? You know, are you blaming someone or are you blaming yourself? What's happening in your mind? Um, not really. I mean, like how it happened was like no contact. Like it was just like I stepped it on, mm. and so like I really am not really the type of person that like sits in like the moment and is like. Oh, like if I would have done this, like in this, like oh, like I wouldn't have torn my ACL. Like okay. whatever happens, happens, and I just mm -hmm. have to adapt to that. And so, like I think there was a point in my life where I was like, like I don't, maybe I don't want to play soccer anymore. Like could you just hang out thought? with, yeah, I could just hang out with my friends, like do yeah. rehab, chill, it's and be happy. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, what am I like even thinking about? Like playing soccer in college has been like my lifelong goal. So, like, why would I let this little thing, like, mm -hmm. come in the way? And then, like, my trainer here, Katie, yeah. she was, like, amazing and super disciplined with me, too. So, like, that helped a lot. And so, mm -hmm. other than that, that was really the only point at the very beginning where I was, like, I could maybe just stop playing soccer and, like, not have to worry about this anymore. Do you have this thought at the beginning? Yeah, it was towards the beginning. I would say, like, as I got, I mean, there was multiple times during my rehab where it was just, like, so Tired. much yeah it was mm -hmm. like rehab every single day including the weekends and like I would have to like pass tests to keep going and like mm -hmm. I felt like I could run but my trainer went you know and yeah. I was just like I'm so over this but like there was never a point where I was like I'm giving up it was just like come on you gotta keep going because mm -hmm. you're almost there mm -hmm. you know
and your your parents were also motivating you a lot too oh yeah like I mean my dad was like constantly checking in on me and so were my grandparents and like making sure I was doing my rehab Mm -hmm. when I was home with them um my mom when I had come home from surgery she was like just like always there by my side like okay like they gave us some exercises do you want to do that you know like they were Mm -hmm. always like on top of it with me so are you spiritual uh yeah yeah i'm catholic has that helped you the spirituality to kind of also uh get over the injury too uh kind of the belief that you have yeah i would say not necessarily with my knee i don't really think i had like that big of like a god like why would you do this to me like it was like i was still like i wasn't blaming anyone so i was (laughs) still like going to church and still like a firm believer i would say like um or didn't feel like i necessarily had to turn to him for like guidance or stuff like all the time Mm -hmm. in my head at least um but when my mom passed away it was like literally i have a vivid memory of me being in my car and i'm just like God, like, if I didn't believe in you right now, like, I don't know how I would be, like, functioning. Because, like, I know, like, whatever happened, it was supposed to happen, and I will get better from this point on. But, like, so I was okay. But, like, I was, like, if I wasn't a believer, like, I don't know what, who I would turn to right now to, like, get through this. Because I would literally go insane, I think. (laughs) So, so that was, Yeah. yeah, that was a time where I definitely turned to God. So, your mom passed away. What's, how does that change you? How, how are you feeling? Um, I mean, I feel like I've become like a very, like, like how I talked about my dad, a very live in the moment person. And like, I think it also like unleashed this part of me that's like very much how she was. And I just didn't realize that's how she was until like I was, I'm sitting back and reflecting on the life I had with her. And mm-hmm. it was like, um, very very kind and hard like hard working mm-hmm. um standing up for what i believe in um being there for others and being yeah. empathetic for others like all of that mm-hmm. like i've completely like grown into and i really mm-hmm. blame that in a positive sense on yeah. like my mom passing away and like me reflecting on the life i had with her um but other than that i mean a negative thing is I'm a kind of, I tend to not be super optimistic at times just because like I kind of feel like sometimes like how good can it get like how good can it get like I'm a yeah. little bit like what's the word septimistic or pessimistic pessimistic, pessimistic yeah. yeah yeah I'm a little yeah. bit like that sometimes and I don't like how I am but like that that I think also came from her passing away and me tearing my ACL all in like three months so um so do you do you personally think about death? Um, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Um, I feel like I constantly okay. I keep using like these big umbrella terms that like don't <laughs> I don't constantly think about it. But like sometimes I will think about it. Yeah. And like I'll be like, what if like it's hard for me to get super close to someone because mm-hmm. I'm like if I I feel like I'm gonna jinx them because of just like the experience in like in my past you mm-hmm. know so like I'll, I don't know like with my boyfriend for example I'm like okay like I just I don't like I don't I don't want to think about that you know what I mean like it definitely crosses my mind mm-hmm. and that like stinks a lot but. like the, the thought of losing a loved one yeah exactly yeah like I know like right when my mom passed away I was like please do not take my dad too like 
I just can't deal with two parents, you know, like eventually it's Mm going to happen. But that was always crossing my mind. Like, okay, I would have to step up as a parent for my sister Mm -hmm. and that would be very difficult, but obviously I'd be willing to do it. Like, but that's just like so much more. And I know um, a lot of people say like God gives like the strongest people, like the hardest things to deal with. And I'm like, okay, I made it through my mom's (laughs) passing, like pretty, like, okay. But like, that doesn't mean I want more necessarily. I just don't like, I made it through. Yeah. Like that was, that was cool. That was enough, but whatever you have for me, I guess. Like, do you think that uh, that 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 experience caused you to like try not to get super close to people? Um, like set up set up boundaries with your emotions. I don't think. I mean, maybe, but not. I don't think for that reason. I think I've like grown since then, and I'm more appreciative and like grateful for like little mm-hmm. things, and so like it's really hard for me to be around people that don't have that same like are still kind of like i have never really experienced a huge issue which i hope people don't but you Mm -hmm. know what i mean like it's hard to have an appreciation for things until it gets taken from you Mm -hmm. and so like once i have seen that it's been really hard for me to connect with people in a in a deeper level just because of that like barrier yeah um yeah so I want to know, uh, let's imagine tomorrow. Yeah. Um, you will, you will lose all of your friends. Mm. How would you feel? And what would you do? Um, <laughs> I feel like I'd be really sad to start. I think, Yeah. I don't even know what I would do. I would probably call my dad and like, does he count? I guess he's a friend, so I don't know if that counts too, but like, um, I probably just start praying that I make it out of whatever whatever reason that happened. I would mm-hmm. pray that I can make it out of it and mm-hmm. continue to grow as a person and understand maybe why or how to get better. Have you ever experienced loneliness? Uh yeah, I would say like the, my, that freshman year college yeah. stunt was pretty, pretty lonely for me just because, I mean, it's not like my dad or my sister could do anything. Like mm-hmm. I was, I was in college. So like, mm-hmm. it just like, I had to move to Corvallis about like two months, a month and a half mm-hmm. after my mom passed. And so mm-hmm. like, I was just like mentally just not, I was trying to be excited, yeah. but I was just like not there. And then like, I wasn't traveling with the team. And so mm-hmm. like on weekends, like Wednesday through Sunday, I would be by myself, and it was just really hard to, like, be in my thoughts, and, like, honestly, now I think it was good, because, like, I could really think and, like, be by myself and not have to put on an act for anyone that Mm -hmm. I was happy, but, like, in the moment, I was, like, I literally can't, I was sleeping all, like, I was Mm -hmm. depressed, like, I was sleeping all the time, I was eating terrible, like, Mm -hmm. I didn't want to go out anywhere, like, you know, so that was really lonely, and no one could Mm -hmm. relate to me, and I didn't want anyone to relate to me, but, like, it was just hard being the only one that had experienced that. So, uh, when you're lonely, you overcame, overthinking a lot. Yes. Is that right? Yeah, definitely. Like, I mean, I mean, when I was literally lonely, like by myself and then feeling lonely, like I was always, I mean, on my, my phone, I would have my 
I looked at my videos from like three years yeah. ago, I could find them. But it's like me talking to the camera and I'm like, hey camera, like really? not feeling great today. <laughs> yeah. And I would just start crying. I, and I like, love that. that that's yeah. actually a great way. Yeah. yeah. It was just like nice to like not feel crazy that I was just talking to myself, but like feel like I was talking to someone and I could, I mean, before I've like looked back at them and be like, yeah. wow, like it almost brings me to tears because I was so sad and like mm -hmm. didn't know what to do. And then mm -hmm. now I'm just like so different and like so like thankful for my life and like it's just complete opposite for the freshman year you're facing a lot of loneliness yeah and um is is like there might be probably different reasons but like one of them it could be your your mom passing away yeah definitely and is there like also like a shock coming to campus too yeah i think like I wouldn't say the shock of like campus life was very difficult mm -hmm. for me, but it was more like, like the school aspect of it, just because like the end of my high school year, yeah. like the teachers were, my mom was a teacher. And yeah. so when that happened, like everyone, like I could leave class when I needed to, I mm -hmm. could like turn it, you know, like it was yeah. pretty loud, especially cause it was like senior year. So you already don't have a lot to do. And then you add that into it's it. They're like, they're like, yeah. just go. Like yeah. it's, <laughs> it's fine. And so then like I started to like, being college and you know you can't all like you have to really try especially freshman year when you mm -hmm. want to go out and do a bunch of different things mm -hmm. like it was like a shock to my system because I was like okay I can't just email a teacher or a professor and be like I'm not really feeling like it today like can you know like that mm -hmm. doesn't sometimes that works but not really and mm -hmm. so like I would say like school grief soccer not traveling like there was a bunch of different things that I think kind of mm -hmm. led to that lonely feeling and then uh when does it stop or what happens at all stops? Um, I think it was like the summer going into my sophomore year, honestly. Like, I moved out of the dorms, so that was like really encouraging. Yeah. And then, like, I. I don't know. I just started to feel like myself again. Like, that whole time when I was like feeling lonely, like, I just remember feeling like it was like an out of body experience. Like, I was like, I'm. Mm. I don't even like feel like I'm like happy or sad when I'm happy or sad like I feel like I'm watching myself be happy or sad it was just a really weird experience for me yeah and so I was finally starting to like feel like okay like I have emotions I have feelings yeah. like I can like be happy genuinely happy again mm -hmm. so like I would say like the spring of my freshman year slash like the summer going into sophomore mm -hmm. year was like when I really started to like feel like myself mm -hmm. again are you happy right now with who you are? Yeah, I'm really happy with who I am. Like, I feel like I've turned into, like, someone that I think people can count on to, like, use my voice and stand up for wrongdoings or positive things, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm also, like, I don't know, like, just empathetic and charismatic. Like, I want people to, like feel like they can talk to me and like because mm -hmm. when people feel like that like I just get like happy and so mm -hmm. like I feel like I've been a lot happier and I've also like that like independence of being a little bit older and like joining different clubs and like meeting new people on campus mm -hmm. has been like an amazing experience for me because like when I'm just around my soccer team like I love it but like Mm -hmm. it's only we're only doing one thing together and mm -hmm. like it's only one environment so putting myself by like going to an event by myself like mm -hmm. maybe two years ago would be like completely daunting and I don't think I would have done it but now like 
being able to meet new people has just been like an amazing, amazing experience. So yeah, I'm really happy with who I am today. And are you, are you, will you be fine, you know, like just do all of this kind of stuff alone right now? Um, what do you mean like alone? Like, like for example, going to a game alone. Um, or you're like doing all this kind of stuff alone. Um, I mean, I like to like go out to dinner by myself sometimes. Like I'll do that, but like... Yeah. Going to games and stuff like that, I would think I would enjoy going with other people. Like, I like yeah. people's company. But, like, for example, like, last week, the BSU, um, Black Student Union, had, like, yeah. an event for Capture the... They play Capture the Flag. Yeah. So, I was, like, I asked someone if they wanted to go. They couldn't go. So, I was, like, you know what? Like, I'll go by myself and just enjoy it. So, I went, and it was super fun. Like, yeah. um, got to talk with people I already knew, but, like, no, haven't talked to in that type of setting mm -hmm. and, like, be competitive with them. And it was mm -hmm. a great time. And I was, like, okay, like... I went by myself and it was great. So that was great. I don't know. I think, I mean, 100% because like my freshman year, I was majoring in accounting mm -hmm. just because um, my dad was, or like is working in, in within accounting mm -hmm. and like makes good money. So I'm like, okay, like yeah. I want to do that because it makes good money, you know? Mm -hmm. And then I quickly realized, I was like, I'm not going to spend all of my life doing something I don't mm -hmm. want to do just because of, like, the money yeah. um, that I may be able to make or maybe mm -hmm. won't. And so, like, I think that from that point on, I was like, whatever my job is, it's going to be something I'm passionate about. And so that's sure. why I'm like, all of, like, the internships and different things like that that I've been seeking out have mm -hmm. all been around, like, diversity, equity, and inclusion because that's what I'm passionate about and I don't mm -hmm. want to have a job where I'm not passionate or loving it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because, so totally. Yeah. Like, because I mean, there are a lot of people right now and this is, this is something I really believe that people are not necessarily in the right place that they should be. Right. You know, and you can see it. You can, yeah. Based on like, you know, like, ah, I hate my job. Right. Ah, should I go to work again? You know, these are the things that they show that, okay, you're not in the right place because right. if you was the, that was the right place for you, you will absolutely love it. Right. You know? And I feel yeah. like, I mean, right now, like, I'm not getting paid to, like, do certain things. But, like, I do it, like, so passionately. And I feel like people are like, why mm -hmm. Why do you care so much? Because, it, like, when you're not getting paid, and two, like, it doesn't really, maybe it doesn't matter to them. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, like, this is something that I could see myself doing. And, yeah. like, I'm just so passionate about it. Like, why wouldn't I? And it's so much yeah. fun to be, like, exactly. have fun doing things that you're passionate about. Like, why wouldn't you want to do that? Like, come on, guys. No, but it is hard, I know, to, like, find something that you're passionate about and you can see yourself doing for a long time. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I hope this sticks true to me for a while. Um, what's the biggest lesson you ever learned in your life? The best lesson I've ever learned in my the life lesson, yeah. is to um, live in the moment and don't take anyone for granted. Um, living in the moment just because, like, I feel like a lot of, in our generation, we've been taught to, like, constantly complain when, like, one little thing doesn't go right. Sure. And so, like, literally anything that you can, anything that you do can be fun mm -hmm. if or, like, enjoyable or yeah. a learning experience if you want it to be. Mm -hmm. And so, like, living in the moment and being with family and, like, not being on your phone and different things like that, mm -hmm. I think really, like, help you make memories. And when you get older, you're going to be able to look back on them. Mm-hmm. And not regret not doing that. Mm -hmm. And then um, living in the moment, not taking anyone for granted. I mean, that just goes back to, like, my family and mm -hmm. um, never really knowing 
I mean, I think a lot of people can attest to this. I'm mm-hmm. sure they've lost someone in their life or you didn't mm-hmm. expect it. And yeah. then you're like, I wish I said this or I wish I wasn't rude or I wish all these different things. And that completely has to do with taking them for granted and mm-hmm. you don't realize it until they're gone. So, um, the, like your mom, your, your mom passing away, I think it helped you a lot to kind of, because you said there were a lot about your mom that you did not understand right. till she passed away, you know? Right. Did that help you in in general to be more conscious about like your surroundings and people around you and they they, how they behave and understand them better? I think that helped me to be an extremely or not extremely uh it improved my empathy towards people. Yeah. Because I think um a lot of times growing up I would completely judge someone by Mm -hmm. how they looked or how they what they would say to me or different things like that, which is super surface level and really ignorant. But, like, now I'm just, like, oh, like, I want to get to know someone and, like, want to, I don't want to judge someone by their surface because that's so deceiving, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I think that that has really, yeah, that's really changed. Yeah, I can't remember the question. And I think uh, one of the things about it is we, human tend to, um, see how blessed and grateful they are till they lose something right you know like like we do not necessarily say hey i'm grateful for i don't know even a a place to leave till you become homeless right i'm not grateful for having my car till it gets broken Mm -hmm. love bonds till we lose them yeah you know it's so like heartbreaking how that is because like i think that's what helped me is like now that that's happened, I'm like, okay, like, I'm grateful for, like, smaller things, and that's something that, like, a lot of people can't say, so, like, that, I guess, is a silver lining, it's, like, yeah. so much more appreciative for small things, but, like, sometimes, like, with my friends, like, I'll try to be, like, a reminder, like, hey, yeah. like, at least we have, like, yeah. a house, or at least we have, like, multiple cars we can choose from to go someplace, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like, there's just so many, like, and sometimes I do need that reminder, too, it's not, yeah. like, one thing happened to me, and I'm, like, miss perfect you know like no i constantly need that reminder also so but it's super interesting why that is mm-hmm. like why you have to lose something in order to appreciate it you can't just appreciate it i'm kidding because uh one of the things i really believe in is like we should not take anything for granted because anything that we have right now is a blessing mm-hmm. that we have you know it could be a place you live in a loved one these are all blessings that we have right. as the moment that we just say, oh, yeah, that's fine, you're probably going to lose it soon, yeah. you know, because now you're not grateful for it. You're right. not appreciative for it, you know. Mm. That's but, a great way to look at it. Yeah, and, okay, so this is not necessarily related to that, but, like, just want to put it out there is, I don't like the word saying, I got lucky, mm. because I don't think luck has anything to do with this. You do not get lucky you got blessed. Yeah. I completely agree with that. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, to some extent with that, just mm-hmm. because I know there are like different situations where something will happen to someone because of like money. Yeah. And, but like, they're still blessed because they have, they have mm-hmm. wealth. And they're less in that sense, but like sometimes wealth like can be deceiving. I feel like too, because like I don't know. 
In my sense, I completely agree with that. In my life, I completely agree with that. Maddie, this was a fantastic conversation. Yeah, it was. I really and liked this. I, I really enjoyed this conversation. Um, we call ourselves Yes, I Am because we believe you can put any word in front of Yes, I Am and be that person. If Maddie wants to choose a word and say, Yes, I Am that, what would it be? I would say, Yes, I Am Powerful. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, make sure to subscribe and share with your friends. And as always, yes, I am.